Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of our Footy Fantasy Podcast. Uh, this is the North London Derby episode. Uh, you can see the guy from the fighting cocktail there smiling <laughs> after a victorious win over his uh, rivals. Mr. Steven, thanks for coming up. Thanks for the invite. I'm sure you're buzzing. This is three weeks in a row. Loving it, man. I'm three weeks it. in a row. Every time you be here, it's like, it's be W. Okay, draw last week, but another W, you know? It's just on the we're, road, so. We're used to it, you know? We're used to being <laughs> like, top of Top of the table, and you're having a, you're having a laugh, huh? <laughs> we're used to it. This is an every week kind of thing, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Okay, don't get used to it, though, because we know what happens, man. You know, an elephant that's on top of a tree. You know what happens to them. Don't worry about that right now. <laughs> uh, for my... does, this, does this look like an elephant to you? <laughs> hey, this okay. thing right here. This thing right here. <laughs> uh, get out of here, man. <laughs> uh, okay, Ovi from, from the other part of North London. Uh, a very good friend, Ovi, an Arsenal friend. How's it going, Mr. Ovi? Very good, very good. Um, sunny Sunday, can't complain. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> uh, how's, how's your manager doing? Uh, Mikel, Mikel Atapas. I've heard I, think, I think he's happy there. Like, yeah, they call him what police I think he's having a rough time. And uh, <laughs> I hope I hope he gets on gets on the other side safely. Okay. Okay. <laughs> safely. <laughs> safely. <laughs> Today we're going to before I jump into our topics for sure. Uh, let me tell you guys where you can find us. You can find us on Facebook, Extraordinary Footy Fans. You can find us Instagram, Fantasy Footy. This uh, podcast will be on our YouTube channel, Footy Fantasy. You can find us anywhere you get your podcast. It's called The Footy Fantasy Podcast. All our addresses, links, social media handles will be at the end of the pod. Uh, so let's jump right in. Mr. Steven. Trophy Mario, as some some Spurs fans call him now. They call him Trophy Mario. Yeah, I heard him. I heard him. Don't worry, I call him King Jose. King, King Jose, okay, not Trophy Mario. Okay, he's King Jose. <laughs> Tell us quickly your thoughts about this North London Derby. First of all, first of all, Ovi, respect, you know, respect for just coming on to this podcast, man, because I know some people that were supposed to be here. <laughs> Samuel. Samuel, when you watch this, bro, I expected more, more cojones from you. I don't know what you guys call it in, in your side of North London, more tapas from you. <laughs> EJ, EJ, oh, y'all could have showed up, man. It was another kind of day, y'all would have shown up. So anyway, Ovi, respect for coming, man. Take this L. Take this L with heart. No worries, no worries. Anyway. Yeah, you want me to go into the review? Yeah, let's let's talk about the game. What what are your thoughts about the uh, yeah. comfortable two two zero win? If you want to be honest, fantastic, fantastic, man. Just to to recap something that that I was saying is that I actually love the way that we're playing. A lot of commentators, some people are saying, well, we're not performing well, but we're getting results. I think defensive wise. We show good defensive performances, fantastic concentration. Every technical element you can expect from a team defending, whether it's defending set pieces, aerial balls from open play, defending one-on-one, we're showing a masterclass. 
at the Premier League level on all those things. And then attacking-wise, we're the most clinical team in the Premiership. If you look at chances created or shots on goal versus goals scored, we're just clinical, man. Fantastic. So I'm loving the performances. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but this is great. So two goals. Sun goal was just amazing. I feel like every every season we're going to expect some nom- some goals to be nominated for goal of the season from oh, Sun. Yeah, yeah. He from was Sun. last year. I remember that. It was amazing, man. And to come in there, I was expecting some Arsenal defender to at least press or show him to the side. He just let the boy do what he wants to do. So, I mean, he, he just he just showed his class. It was wonderful, man. So, second goal from Harry Kane. I was really expecting to see some kind of game plan from Arteta. I really didn't see any defined game plan. I, I thought maybe you guys would try to penetrate, get behind our defense, or get the ball to Obama Yang, because there's been a lot of talk all week about creating chances for Obama Yang. I wasn't seeing that. I thought maybe you would copy what Chelsea did and try to lock Kane down because you know he's our outlet when we counter. Nothing. I, d- I didn't see that on a sustained level. So it was tough to see a, a, an Arsenal without a game plan. Their game plan looked like they were just going to come in and try hard. And so I was surprised to see Partey playing. Like, okay, I guess I guess he's injured or he's he's trying to play based on Arteta convincing him. And I really think that's what happened on the second goal. Because on the second goal, he feels his hamstring or wherever, and he immediately comes out of the game. What it told me was it seemed like he didn't really want to play, but he had been pushed to play a little bit by Arteta. So he was immediately telling him, I'm off. He, he actually walked off. Right. And Arteta's pushing him back. I, I thought that looked like a player that didn't want to be there at all. So, and something Tony Adams said is in that situation, what you're looking for is other leagues to say, hey, Partey's out, somebody drop in, somebody drop into that space. But Lo Celso was so free in the midfield. I mean, he just ran through the midfield. It was completely free. So this one was, it was a bit odd just watching Arsenal without a game plan and, and to just kind of copy what Man City did when it was a losing strategy, just come in and try to attack use the wings, have positively. It was it was just weird, but I was happy to see it, man. We had uh, two things before the game. So Loris was supposed to be out and last minute came in, started the game, which was massive for us because with Hart or Gazaniga, I think you guys could have turned this one around. And then uh, Ndombele got hurt or he felt sick and, and didn't want to play. And Jose actually made a point of saying that he didn't feel like he could play. And so he, we played Lo Celso. <laughs> I, I thought that was, it was a bit worrying that Jose said that, you know? Jose, <laughs> But at the same time, at the same time, while someone can say, oh, that's Jose kind of, you see he's not on the side of Ndombele. It's a contrast between the managers because Ndombele said he's not ready to play. And Jose says, okay, your decision, Lo Celso plays. On the other hand, Partey, I'm so sure this boy didn't want to play. And Arteta's pushing him to play. You can't force someone to play in a derby. If he doesn't have the balls to want to play in the derby himself, he's not in it. He's just not in it. You can't do that in the derby. 
these players need to be motivated to play there by themselves. So that that was just that was just rough. So I'm gonna say again, unbelievable goal by Sun. Unbelievable finish from Kane and Sissoko is a rock. Sissoko and Dumbele in our midfield. If those stay through the season, we're definitely winning something. Whether it's a cup, uh, league, whatever, we're winning something with those two in our midfield. In the beginning of the season, I talked about we're going to win something if Mourinho figures out the midfield out, figures out the midfield puzzle. December 6, 2020, here the first year, guys. Steven, the Tottenham fan, has said Spurs is going to win something. December 6, 2020. Hey, man. I come, said, at, come at him if he doesn't. I said this in July, too. You know, can, you, can, can you leave us your uh, social media handles <laughs> where we can find you? In case this goes wrong, Instagram, Twitter. I, I said this back in July. If Mourinho figures out the midfield puzzle, which he did not figure out in Man U. If he figures it out here, we'll win something. And he's he's in it. Those three, and Dumbele, Sissoko, Hoiberg, fantastic every time. And so okay. the team that's gonna beat that, I don't know what you're gonna do. You're gonna have to go get go get some ultimate team icons like in FIFA or something. I don't know. I don't know how you'll do it. Liverpool. So now I'm gonna make my own prediction. Yeah. I don't know why you guys are playing Liverpool. Liverpool is gonna beat Swans. Go on, write it down. December 6, 2020. I have said Liverpool is going to be first. Go on, go on, right. Got take that to the bank and cash it. That's how confident both, I am. Of both games, both games. I, I'm saying the next game. I don't know. I'm not saying both. The next game you guys are playing. I don't know when it is. It's coming up. Liverpool is going to be first. I don't know when it is. December is January. I don't know. I'm not saying both games, but one, the next game, whether it's in Spurs, whether it's in Anfield, you are losing to Liverpool. You can I take that to the bank. Boy. I trust my But guess what? Even if Liverpool beats us. If this midfield performs in the rest of the games against the other teams, the other top six teams, it's all good. Champions can beat us. I respect Liverpool. Okay. I still trust my boys against them. But I, I was coming back on your set when you said that midfield, you know what anybody's going to do against that midfield. I'm like, ah. I think, <laughs> I think Liverpool can take care of that midfield. That person we'll will take care of that midfield, in my opinion. We'll we'll okay, see. let's go to the other side of North London. Ovi, my man. <laughs> my man, Mikel Atapas. Mikel Pulis. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's talk about the game first. We'll move, we'll move, to, we'll move to Mr. Mikel Pulis. <laughs> uh, I mean, the thing is, if if you had asked most neutral, how do you think it's going to play out? It's going to be like, Arsenal will have more possession. Arsenal will have, make more passes. And uh, Tottenham will counter-attack and score two goals. And pretty much that's what happened. So I think... There were no surprises in the game in terms of the way the game played out. I mean, apart from change of strategy on Arsenal's side of just uh, crossing so much. <laughs> but uh, I think, yeah. Shout obviously, out to Moise for yeah, the influence. There was, uh, I mean, enough things Steven said, yeah, fair enough, they, I mean, Tottenham won, so you have to agree with some of the things he said. But one thing I'll point out is, the party issue, I'm not so sure Adada is the one who's saying party should come back and play. What they were releasing before from Thursday, from Friday, was that party was asking to play and he was trying to prove to them that he was going to be fit. Okay. How they thought that was going to be possible, I don't understand. But that's, that's the message that they were saying in, in press conferences and all that, that party was pushing them and he wanted to play, that he was eager to play. Ovi, Ovi, yeah. can I ask a question though? 
Yeah. What was the injury with Partey? What was the initial? He had a tie injury before. So Sorry, against Indy, yeah, tie, tie is, I mean, they didn't say hamstring, just a tie injury, but okay. muscle injury, pretty much, which is expected considering that most of these players did not have enough preseason and all that. My issue is the guy hasn't played in like two weeks or so, two, three weeks, trained for the first time on Friday. It's kind of, I mean, I didn't see how he was going to last the game. So, I mean, I'm surprised that they even started him in the first. I thought he was going to be on the bench and come in. I wanted an end in this game, not because an end is so special, but because just as a barrier for the counter-attack. He doesn't, and then doesn't go anywhere. He's going to stay there. He's, and then he's a kind of player that gives you seven over 10 every game. Doesn't matter who is playing. Barcelona, uh, Burnley gives you the same performance and you know what, you can, it's dependable. You can, you can rely on it. So that's what, that was the first mistake I felt. Because with Paddy, I, had, I always felt that they were going to make with sub sooner or later. So that's just one sub down. Why even waste it? And now he's injured, so he's going to be out for longer. So, but that's but gameplay, yeah. First goal in this kind of games matters. If Arsenal scored the first goal, maybe they would have had the chance in the game. But once Spurs got that first goal, I mean, you could see Arsenal was playing, we we're trying to get on the first start. They, they, they came back in control, but you know, you know, all it takes is one mistake, all it takes is one drop of the head, one takes is somebody backing off from something. But in this case, it took Paddy walking out of the pitch and. I've, I think I've made this reference before. I, some players don't understand basic football one-on-one. I love Paddy. I feel he was the best player for Arsenal today. But how do you leave the pitch when you're injured? In the middle of the game. It doesn't matter what's going on. Stand there. Your opponent might never know you're injured. Just do something. Just let them, just be a deterrent to them or something. Because that counter, you can imagine if Paddy was there, the player might have wanted to do something or something. Just, just stand there. Don't, don't let them, don't, don't just walk away. I mean, that's, I don't understand that. That's, that's, that, that gets me. It's the same thing I saw with Chelsea and Kepa and they're trying to sob him out and it was like, no, go back. I mean, who does that? So those are the kind of things that just make me, because even at the mature level, I'm, I'll be angry if I see that. So why, why will you walk up? It doesn't matter what's going on. Lie down on the pitch, put your hand on your head. Do something. Don't just walk out of the pitch. It doesn't, I mean, it, doesn't, it makes no sense to me. But hey, gameplay, they scored the second goal. It was late 2-0. Arsenal tried everything they could in the second half. They didn't have the players. Spurs right now are a better team. There's just a simple fact. You can argue about the coaches who's better. For, that's a discussion for another day. Right now, Spurs have the better team. And if you have the better team, more likely, more often than not, you'll win the game. So they won the game. It's pretty simple. Um, I think that there's something that you can question. We're not in the training, in the training ground, so we don't know everything that's going on. But from outside, it looked like Standing party was kind of risky and it played out that way. Zaka is a little bit limited in his movement, but I don't think it was like Sebastian should have made much of a difference if he had started. So either way, it's fine. I'm not really keen on that. I felt like some energy was needed in midfield. Metanize is a willing runner. He would have helped the team a little bit. He seemed to be, he's, uh, I think I seem to have favoritism to some players like William. He plays William, come rain, come sunshine. I don't know. I mean, this was one of his better games compared to recently, but still, why do you play every day if the player is not on form? Obama Young has been looking disinterested for like three games or four games now. It's beginning to get really worrying. So if your captain is not interested and in what's going on, how do you motivate the team if the captain can't fight? I saw Harry Kane going back when they were leading and heading out balls from corner, defending set pieces, fighting. I mean, it's not, that's the captain performer. You look, you look like you're ready to to play. I mean, I know Loris is the captain and all that, but I'm just trying to say, you, you play like, I mean, 
you understand what's what's at stake. So I saw all the only fight I saw was from someone like Lacazette. Lacazette was fighting, he was hurrying, he was hustling, he was trying something, and which is good. And I want to see that, but I expect that from my captain too. So I mean, we lost the mental battle. That was the first problem. The decisions, I mean, one or two things didn't go away. And it's fine lines. I mean, Stevie mentioned that they were they are very um, efficient, which which is good. When you're on form, most times you're efficient. Arsenal had this last season. They will have like three shots, they will score two goals. But when you're off form, you can have 10 chances, you won't score any of them. So right now, sports is a team on form. Manager is believing. The players are beginning to believe. And this kind of game only helps them to fight because he probably would have told them, we need to do this, do this, do this, counter-attack, and we'll score. And he probably played that just the way they planned it. So the players would look at him and say, yeah, you know what, boss? Yeah, you, you know your stuff. I'm happy with what you did today. So these are the kind of games that even increase belief because I'm sure like they analyze this and they probably say, oh, this is going to play out. And he played out just exactly that way. So for Ateta, this is, this is the main first major worry he's seen. So how is he going to respond? He has a few more games probably to, I guess, to start changing people's opinions because a lot of people are beginning to say Ateta out. I don't think the board are there yet, but if you lose two, three more games, Oh, For me, I'm not there. I want to see. Like I said, I don't expect him to lose. I mean, I don't expect him to win today. My issue is why are you losing to Leicester at home? Why are you losing to Wolves at home? Why are you losing to Aston Villa at home? On the bounce. That's my issue. Obi, Obi I got a question. So sure. you don't think uh, you don't think William played well today? I think he played well. That's what I'm saying. So I'm I'm just against like he's been playing him every single game. Okay. I'm not saying who no, like today. I felt like I said played well. I felt William played well. I felt Tierney was one of our best players. Tierney made a lot of good because he played well. Saka, Saka is so good that his average game is good. So he's, he played well. Gabriel is a solid defender. He played well. But my only is, you can tell the lack of, like, the right-sided defender holding by side. You could see how, in crucial moments, he couldn't step up. He yeah. was moving back from, from Son. I mean, stuff like that. Those are big, you need big moments. If, if that attack was on the left side, I can bet Gabriel would have handled it differently. So stuff like that, like so the quality in the team is lacking. That's that's pretty clear. We know that. I mean, just the same way, every if you play Aston Villa every game, you won't beat them every game because some games their tactics will be able to get them over the line. So we expect a good coach to be able to have enough tactics, good tactics to in some games keep yeah. it close or even win it. So I, for today, I just, I just felt like, for example, I thought your best moment of the game was probably that cross from Tierney. To Obamian. Yes, which Obamian. it is. But Obamian is afraid to head. In terms of quality. Yeah. Right? That's I said. It never happened again. That, yes. That's what I mean by, by when I say there wasn't, I don't see a sustained game plan. No, he put when it in Chelsea. When we played Chelsea, you could see that they were trying to get the ball into the box for Tammy to score for Giroud. There were several crosses from Reese James. But here it was just you try something, it would work. You never see it yeah. again. Try so, something else. You try so, to lock Kane down. And then Shaka, at a point, after about 20 minutes, Shaka just left Kane alone. Yeah, yeah. so so like so so the issue with like you said, the lack of it looks it looked that way because the personnel is not right. For example, the last game, I think I was saying, oh, we had 33 crosses. And um <laughs> I mean and uh, the number the love or the odds were even out and Love, but simple mathematics. If you make the three crosses, some games you will score three goals, something like that. <laughs> and this game we had 44 crosses. So, Boy, the, odds, 
So they obviously were trying to cross, but the problem is who are you crossing to? Aubameyang cannot head. I mean, no offense to him, he's one of the best strikers in the world, but I'm just saying that's not a strong point. So what are you doing? Yeah. So someone like Tammy Giroud, yes, it works because those are good headers of the ball. But so that's, so that's why it didn't look like they were doing much because most of the balls were being headed out by Alderweire and Dyer. Yes. So it didn't look like they were doing much because they were just, they were just seeing like they're crossing the ball. Aubameyang, he hardly even jumps up. If you have Cristiano Ronaldo in the box with five defenders, when you're crossing the ball, just his pedigree, the way he leaps up for the ball, you know he's ready to head the ball. Yeah. Well, Bobby, he seems to be falling down for every cross. He seems to be complaining about somebody touching him. I'm like, guy, they're going to touch you. Help the ball. <laughs> so that's, so that's, that's, that's my issue there. It's not about whether... I mean, so, so, that why, so that's why you said oh, it doesn't seem like they had a plan. The plan was to get the ball into the box, but the problem is they're getting yeah. the ball to the wrong players. I, I also think the players, you're right. I also think the reason why they're the wrong players is I think Arsenal players will not attack in space. That's, they will that, not. That's, they will not attack and in space. And you don't know all. the players that can do it. Aubameyang is not known. Like, if you see, if you cross your ball for Ronaldo, just see the way he, he looks at, at the space. ball. From when you cross it, he's already anticipating where this ball is going to go. When should I jump? There's so many things that, that goes into play. It's not just, just it doesn't just jump up and just score the goal. Right. A lot of things are going to play before he scores that goal because he's going to anticipate, okay, this ball is coming this way. Maybe I should run backward or I should run inside. There are a lot of things that have been, Obama just stand and then kind of feel like he wants to jump and then he falls down and everybody's looking for a pen. I'm like, no, no, no. You're not a good head on the ball. That's fine. But why are we playing to that? Like I said, this is your strength. This is not your strength. So why are we playing this way? I, so I, that's I, the first problem. I so it, it was desperate times for Mateta because that's what I'm saying. You are being desperate because you're just trying something that, I mean, I don't know how you think it will work. You're just trying to do math. Like if I cross 40 balls into the box, they will head four times. Of those four, maybe one or two will end up. That's, that's not how to play the game. I think that a big a big part of the game, what made it hard for you guys is that Aubameyang, in contrast to, to Pepe, he likes to run onto those balls behind the defenders, right? Yeah. So he's on the shoulder. He sees those runs. He makes those runs. A lot of times when I see him scoring, he's running onto those balls behind the defenders scored. But the way we play so far back and we sit back like that, we don't allow that space behind the defender. So it forces him to play, to stand up against defenders and work for the aerial balls. So it immediately forces him to play in a game that's his weakness. So, yeah, so it just it just wasn't gonna Yeah, happen. so you know but this, it, right? Like what he just said, you that, know. All I'm saying is, actually commit to doing that. He just got yeah. one chance. Yeah, man is you just what, what you just said now, like you know this, I as an Arsenal fan know this, I think I probably knows this. If that is the case, why don't you play like a for me? I need to play what you what worked for you before three four three. Obama is Obama is why. Like I said, likes that battle. You see, like I said, he's ready to put his body and body and fight and hustle. So then maybe you change so that way you can change it. But you can what you guys played you guys played three four three. I don't know what he played today. It just seemed confusing. Like oh, I was confused. Four four two. He played a four four something. I'm like, what is going on? So I don't know what he's trying to do. He's not like I said. I've been playing in the Europa games, playing as this, like a ten, like a four star, whatever, a support striker, or a ten. So I think he was trying to do that again. But my own is this is not the game for that. This game we're the underdogs. Let's just a not lose the game, and then maybe the next game against Burnley. Then you try this formation where you have two attackers, two wide players, two. I mean, then let's see how it works. Because that kind of formation, you need to have practice. You don't just bring it to this kind of big game where you have less player and just try it out for the first time. I feel like it was. I mean, so that's why I feel. 
That's yeah, so, I just just thinking about it now. That's yeah, true. it did. So because so, I saw that if he was playing back to Tierney, should I Tierney was pretty much playing. Yeah, like so that's, so, that's that's so so that and that so that when people always say, oh, Atlanta is playing the back three, back three, it doesn't really matter what that because the way he puts his player, the, the players he puts there, he can play anything. Because the wing backs, it's not like as if he's playing two defenders as wing backs. He's playing one defender and one midfielder. So that midfielder can go in and become a 4 3 3. Midfielder can go in and become a 4 4. It's so many things that can happen. So there are people who say, oh, as let's play, it doesn't really matter because with the players he puts on the pitch, he can change to anything he wants at any time. But the issue is, like I said, he didn't do the, there was not the right, the plan today was not correct. And yeah. he's not, he's looking like he's not standing, like he's, it's flimsy changing, just getting, and it looks like a man that's getting desperate. So that's why I worry for him. I like him. I think he's charismatic. I think he has good ideas. I think he talks well. I think he's the good leader for the club. But when you can't win basic games, no matter how nice you are, you can't last in the job. It's pretty simple. So, so question, the, the real question is tonight is, how long are you going to give Arteta? Are you ready to sack him? No, I mean, for me, I'm ready to give him the end of the season because there's no need in getting anybody right now. This is COVID. The club is looking for money to buy players. Why go and spend more money on a new manager? Just give him the end of the season so that the season you say, okay, you know what? This season finished, though. This yeah. is what this is what you did. Based on this, I thought we're it was... giving you one more chance or we're giving you a new contract or we're firing you. I That's thought it was it. nice at the end of the game, Jose was gracious. He was he immediately, his first comment was to praise Arteta and say, I want to say good words about Arteta because they gave us a tough game and they did, you know, we had to deal with a lot. He was really trying to prevent Arteta from getting sacked because he knows no, no I think he's not gonna get sacked today. That's the next the issue is not, yeah, because he's not gonna get sacked. The issue is <laughs> I thought that was nice of Jose. For what, what I would say how much he slated. I, I thought that was nice of him. I thought that was what nice. I would say about Jose is that he has played that twice, he has beaten him twice. I can't remember the manager that said this, but the manager said this that Jose is only complimentary to people that he feels better than. <laughs> he's never complimentary about Pep. He's never complimentary about Klopp. He's only complimentary about people that he feels like, you know what? I've played this guy two times, I've beaten him two times. So Bro, hey. take a compliment for your man. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I can say. So I know Jose, like, I've been, I know Jose, I've been watching Jose for like more than 10 years. I know Jose, I know how he, I know how he works. <laughs> For oh. now, he feels like I'm better than this guy. This guy is, oh, he has some nice ideas, but I figured out the ideas and I, I succeeded the ideas. So, yeah, nice try. So, <laughs> he gave us on the back. Yo, you know, he gave us so much things to worry about the second half, but hey, it was all, it was all comfortable. He knew what was coming. And, yeah, so he's, it's oh, all he, fun and games now. I like, 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 like OB. It's all fun and games. It's all fun and games now because like I said, he's winning, he's saying these things. But like, I can bet you if Arsenal had won 2 0. He would have said something different. It was a little pat on Arteta's head. Yeah, just a pat on the back. Just say, hey, you know what? I see you. Keep trying. Do your stuff. Do you. But, hey, so like I said, I know what is going on. Jose is playing games. Yeah. If Arteta had won this game or drawn this game, he would, he would say something else. But oh, man. let's 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 move on from that. He's... Let, let's let's move on. Okay, let me ask you guys two separate questions. Let's start. Stay with Ovi. How high do you think Arteta can finish in the table? In the Premiership, where we where Arsenal is right now, I'm putting right you on the hot, now, hot seat. How high right now, hot seat. The highest I think he can finish this season is top six. 
like fifth or sixth. That's the highest. Wow, you think you think I still get to fifth or sixth? Yeah, win the next two games. The double, the double is still tight. Yeah, the double is tight. You say top six? Come on, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, there are, there are four teams I think that are better than Arsenal right now. Oh, we top. Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, Spurs. That's what? It. You need yeah. to just say that, Leicester? Well, no, they have better players. Leicester? With Ole, anything's possible. So Leicester, I'm not okay. Even much better than Leicester? Leicester is not. Leicester, Leicester should beat Leicester. Leicester is better player than Leicester. Let's be so you think you can finish? Not beat, I know you can beat Leicester. Finish above. They defeat the entire league. What's the gap between Leicester and Leicester? It's probably not more than six, seven points. Okay. You're right. It's still early. Yeah, it's still early. It's early. It doesn't make any. Very early. I know you guys. Very early. This doesn't. That's why I like putting people on the spot early in the season. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the highest. Before the season started, we already started. I told you that my my idea of growth is Champions League. That we make Champions League. So that's finishing top four or winning Europa. And I felt like for Arsenal, it's more important to finish top four. But right now, what I'm seeing, I don't see how they finish top four. Correct. That's what I'm saying. The highest I see them, the highest. I don't think they might not make it. The highest I see them finishing is top six, six. which is fifth or sixth, not top four. And even at that, my hope for Champions League now is Europa. And Europa, you know how it is. It's a cup competition. You can lose any game, and that's it. So if you can get to the final, yeah, maybe you can win. But until then, probably Europa or or no Europe for next season. Mm. That's that's the way I see it. Okay. Um, Onoche. Yeah. How how high do you think a sports finish season in the league? Eleven games in. Yeah, I think I think if we hold our nerve and we don't get serious injuries to Hoiberg and Sissoko or Toby, we can win the title. We can. Yeah, that's that's, that's the highest we can we can be at. We can do it. But if we get any of those three guys get injured, or or Kane, of course, gets injured. Awesome. I mean, that's that's a given. Kane and Son are given. We need them, of course. But those three, our whole game is built on strong midfield in this season, defensive performances. Okay. So if we lose that midfield, yeah, then, is, then we're talking about top four again. Is there any point on doing combined eleven? <laughs> I can, I can I'll have... tell you my combined 11. No, so this, this, one, this one, we'll do this to save time because we have eight minutes. Okay, Please keep up. let me tell you quickly. Let me tell you. Quickly. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's do this. Let's be honest. <laughs> we have just eight minutes left, and we still have to do wiki awards. So, um, keep up for who me? Lo- Lo- what do you say? Your, say your serial. Oh, Loris, Loris. Okay, uh, so what are we doing? 4 3 3, 4 I'm 2 3 playing 1. Four, I'm playing 4 4 2. Oloche. 4-3-3. Okay, let's go to so back four. Center back. Other wide and Gabriel for me. Other wide and Gabriel for me. Okay, Toby and Dyer for me. You don't put Gabriel, I don't die. Who's Gabriel? In this game. That's not defender. Who's Gabriel? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I have veto power, so I move on. I'll choose Dyer. As uh Asta Cosette to go, so yeah. The, Gabriel played well, but it could ask not to say to go. No, you mean you choose? Okay, choose Daya. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, thank I choose Daya. Right back. Uh, Aurea. Aurea. Left back. Reggie. Uh, Tierney. I, I go Tierney. Tierney played very well today, I think. Re- Reggie on all day. Nah, I, 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 I think Tierney played very well today. Tierney was a better player today. Was very honest. He had one good very well. He did. He had one. No, he whipped so many crosses. He had many crosses. 
they were not attacking the space. And I think Yellow defended well. Like nothing came down his side. So I, I'll I'll veto and put Thierry. So midfield. Midfield is Hoiberg sitting, Sissoko, and very interesting, Kane. Kane dropping in the midfield, playing like a 10. So in my four, my four midfield, I have um, Hoiberg, Party, Sissoko, and Kane. So you added Party. Party yeah. did well, but got injured. Did well. Oh, seriously? You're going to add injured when I'm for five minutes. I still feel so. I mean, who would I put? Lesoso? <laughs> definitely no. So, so that's why I'm putting, yeah. So my four so is off this Party, Sissoko, Hoiberg, and Kane. So you drop Kane into okay. Yeah, uh, Oloche, who's your three? Your four three. All right. Bergwin on the right or Bergwin. Bale center forward and Sun on the left. Bale? I'm saying this match. Combine it for this game. Bale yeah, I, this put, game. I put somebody from the bench um before. Okay, forward. Before yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> okay, let me I'll let me Bale from the bench. That's what <laughs> Yes. Then, okay, so for me, I just look. Mine is the four three three. Yeah. So I have Party, Sissoko, and Hoiberg okay. up front. I have three Kane, Son, and Laka. I like the way Laka played today. So Laka Kane, Son, Laka, game. my front three, my midfield three: Sissoko, Party, and Hoiberg. I, 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 I actually, I'm actually going to go with uh, uh, Obis. Uh, I try to be as fair as possible. Like in my team, I have seven. Let's be honest. Yeah, but I didn't play anything. In my team, I had seven sports players. It was pretty much second. It was second right back today. Yeah, just defensive performance was the main thing today. But when you look at how effective was he as a forward, he was a forward. He played. Let's not argue this. We have five minutes left. Let's not argue. We have five minutes left. So yeah. Okay. So, so that's 43. Uh, we've chosen our combined 11. Um, Loris, Toby, Daya, Kitiani, Aurier, Sissoko, uh, of course, Hoiberg. Um, okay. Who's the person? I went to Party. Party. Uh, you said yeah, Kid, Saul, Lacazette. Yeah, we can let we can leave Party there, but Party is questionable. <laughs> yeah. You guys watching, leave us comments about that. So weekly awards, quickly, let's run through it. On uh, Steven, weekly award. All right. So I said kudos to Spurs, of course, and Jose. Come on, you Spurs! Come on, <laughs> come on! Winning the NLD easily, easily. Okay. I loved it, and just the concentration that they did, incredible. Dunky of the day, I dunky of the week. I said John Egan for Sheffield, just because letting Vardy through last minute of the game. And having his hands up like this, why do you want to be a good boy last minute of the game with no points on the board? I mean, like, yeah, one point. Why yeah. not foul Vardy and get the draw? Agreed. I, I still don't understand it. I, I, I can't explain it. So, Egan, you tripping, boy. Obi. Yeah, so kudos of the week. Uh, like you said, uh, I would agree with Stevie Morillo because I thought he was past his best out of last year. So, I'm, I'm actually happy to see him smiling and happy again. So good tactical display for both games against Chelsea and against uh, Arsenal. So definitely kudos to him. Uh, donkey of the week, Barcelona. What's going on? Uh, I mean, it's 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 getting embarrassing. If Messi is not ready to play, let let him go. I mean, what's going on? We need to. You can't keep losing all these games. <laughs> I mean, come on. I don't say Arsenal, but I was expecting from Arsenal for this game. So I mean, 
they, they, they tried considering what I was expecting for this game. So, but Barcelona, they need to get some stuff together. It's becoming embarrassing, really. Okay, my my donkey of I'll start with scooters of the week. I go to my boy Rashford, that boy Rashford. Our game was going south, Manchester United West Ham game at uh, the London Stadium, Olympic Stadium, and it came on, changed that game. I know people like to always give you know all the kudos to Bruno, and Bruno has been our talisman, fair enough. But that particular game, Rashford's running, he was he was torturing the right back about Brenner, his speed. His ball progression. He literally, literally was doing a grillish. So Rashford gets my kudos. My donkey of the week is Millwall fans, West Ham fans that were booing when players were taking the knee and, and making all those comments. And, you know, that was totally embarrassing. Taking That's the a knee for, for racism. Uh, Millwall fans, West Ham fans, they get my donkey of the week. For yeah, something that significant and they were booing it. They get my donkey of the week for that. And I'm glad you know Derby came out to speak. Rooney, Derby, they, they gave statement players. And I think after that, I think Chelsea game and all the games that they have been fans, people have been coming out of that. I think Liverpool game, I saw them clap. I saw that in Chelsea game, you know. So yeah, those two they gave my donkey of the week. Uh, yeah, for sure. That's deservedly so. Yeah. We've come to the end of the show. Uh guys, after this, watch out at the end of the squad for the FPL, who is hot, who is who is not by Ola. If you guys play fantasy uh, Premier League, check that out at the end. Uh, all our addresses will also be at the end. Oh no, Steven, I call you, we know your owner, but Steven is your, your state, your, your own, your show name <laughs> or your other name. Congrats. You guys are top of the league. You guys are having a laugh. Uh, it's okay. Manchester United, women are also top of the league. They get under kudos. <laughs> in, the, in the women's super league, Manchester United female too are top of the league. And we're having a laugh. So, yes, let me get that in, you know. At least I have a team that's a top of the league. <laughs> I get that in. Uh, Obi, my man. Yeah, hey. good to be yeah. here. Hopefully, we can get you in when Arsenal has turned the tide. Hopefully. On the side. Look, for, look for a good game for me. I will, I will. <laughs> when you guys have turned the tide, I'll get you on. <laughs> uh, thanks, everyone, for watching. Uh, So welcome to another FPL segment of your Footy Fantasy Podcast. And this is Who's Hat and Who's Not. And today, we're going to give you tips about Who's Hat. Who's Hat, at the moment, Jack Grealish. Though he didn't play over the weekend, but he has contributed five goals and six assists for um, Aston Villa. And he's looking central because he's been playing centrally for them. And he's definitely hot, hot, hot. If you want to get him in, Aston Villa are probably going to be playing a um, couple of games um, in double game weeks because they have not played the full complement of games in this season. So Jack Grealish might be someone to get in because he's hot and because Aston Villa are going to have double game weeks coming up. So Jack Grealish is hot, hot, hot. Who is not hot? Sadio Mane of Liverpool. He's not scored for five or six games. And he is going through a drought in relative terms. He has only one goal in the last nine games in all competitions. He is not hot. And for a fairly expensive price, he might get harder players who are going to be hot, hot, hot. So Sadio Mane is no longer hot. And with the new fixtures coming up, we're going to see 
that we're going to have uh, in this period a lot of games a lot of turnaround a, lot, a shorter turnaround period because of the christmas fixtures so there might be rotation there might be injuries there might be covid infections so it's better to have a strong bench and you should continue looking out at the, checking out the news making sure that you're on top of things so you don't get situations in which you end up having players on your bench who won't play any games so keep an eye out, keep an ear out, and continue to listen to this segment on your Footy Fantasy Podcast. And we'll definitely continue to keep you updated and we'll give you the best tips at all times. So, till next time, cheers.